Join coaches Mary C. Hartfield and Rebecca Thomas as they speak on the things most people want to know but might not be willing to talk about. Dive in with us for off-the-cuff conversations around diverse topics and gain insight and guidance to help you live a more purpose-filled life. Rebecca, hello. Hey, Mary, how are you? Good, doing good. So this is exciting, starting a new podcast. Right. I'm excited about that. Me too. We finally got it together. Finally got it together. So (laughs) we're going to be talking about conversations and different subjects that we're going to just bring up. So what are we going to talk about today? So today uh, we're going to talk about something that's definitely very relative to what we're going through in American society um, and also very timely in the fact that we are approaching 4th of July. Um, right now we're having a lot of a lot of climaxes in the racial injustice area, anti-racism work, and just, you know, it's a time to really reflect on <clears throat> 4th of July. What is it? Why do we celebrate it? And why would we consider not celebrating it? Because in some of the spaces I'm in, I'm seeing people saying that they don't want to celebrate it or it doesn't feel right. And I think that we need to dive in a little more to understand why they're saying that and and where it's coming from. So why do we celebrate? Why do we celebrate Fourth of July? What's so important about it? Right, because I mean that's when we broke away from the British Empire and gained our independence as a nation. Um, But one of the issues with that is is it was independence as a nation, but we were still we still had slavery. So yeah, for a nation, quote unquote, but at the same time, that didn't mean that everybody was free or that everybody was able to celebrate those rights. So I think another thing that we should really touch on in talking about our independence as a nation is Juneteenth, because Mm -hmm. that's something that we should absolutely be honoring, honoring and celebrating as well. So like, what are your thoughts on all of this or? Yeah, I, um, I, I, I believe that you're right. When um, July the 4th happened, Independence Day, Declaration of Independence, everyone was not free. So when American, we're talking about people that are American, born here, raised here. So we also should do the Juneteenth celebration day that um, June 19th is when it's celebrated. And we should do that. We should do both. Right. We, to start being really a country that everyone truly matters, then we should also celebrate that holiday because this means a lot. Right. And I think one of the key things to remember, like we've talked about before, part of the issue is, is that in honoring those things, like the, the 4th of July, Independence Day, we as white people get to honor our heritage. But when right. it comes to the, the black community or people of color, that isn't the case. It's not what we're taught in school. It's not the national holidays, the federal holidays, like those things are not celebrated equally. And even when we talk about like some of the Confederate statues and things like that, and people are getting so upset over, you know, thinking about taking those things down, not taking into consideration, like, okay, those things represent and honor you, but what about us? Right. Right. We, yeah, because, and I think with everything going on, you know, we have a new generation, you know, we had the civil rights movement, 
And now we have a new generation that I don't think they're going to stop until everything, that freedom, the fight for racial justice, you know, is long overdue and Absolutely. it's time. You know, and that's why Juneteenth is so important this year because, you know, the Emancipation Proclamation was signed in January 1863. Yeah. But it wasn't until June of 1865, two and a half years later, that Texas slaves got news that they were free. That's two and a half years later. Right. Actually, even then, slavery exists. So that's why, you know, and then that's why in December 1865, slavery was formally abolished in America, but yet it was still going on in some places. So yeah. that's, they found out why June the 10th, they started calling it June the 10th because of the 19th. Mm -hmm. And that's why they got the June the 10th out of it and why that's why it's an important day to be celebrating because then everybody was free. Right. And I know one of the things that I stumbled on, you know, when I was doing some research about this and also educating myself was Frederick Douglass wrote, um, or he did a speech and it was called What to the Slave is the Fourth of July. And I mean, he spoke yeah. exactly to those injustices, you know, where, okay, we're celebrating our freedom as a country, but that doesn't include everybody. Right. Right. And I, you know, and I think that's the, you know, is, is interesting that um, it's so hard for people to comprehend if everyone not free, if everyone is not free, no one's really free. Absolutely. But you part of the community say, well, I'm free. So everything's okay. Right. It's going to affect you when you're, it's going to affect you. Yep. You know, yeah. and, I, and I think that are hard that people don't understand where they're like, what is the problem? Right, because that's not their truth, but they don't take into consideration that there's other people's truths. Like your truth is not the one truth. And that's where people get hung up, I feel like. Mm -hmm. And I think, yeah, I mean, I know the Confederate flag, that's a huge, you know, that's a huge thing. We're not talking about that today, but that's a right. huge subject. When we talk about white privilege, that's a huge subject and some people yep. understand, some people don't. And I think a lot of it has that we still have so many, um, as I do the work of um, Institute of Healing Racism, Facism, and do the work. Mm -hmm. So many people live in so many little areas where because they're only with their kind, they're saying yeah. people like them, they don't understand it. Right. You know? You know, I remember years later what organization I'm involved with and some girls came down to the Woodrick Institution and then they're walking downtown and they're like, oh, why is all those brown people walking around? This is not like way back. This is like 10, 12, 15 years ago because wow. from Holland and these girls coming, they are isolated so much and that means also on television oh yeah out there you're you know parents are isolated people know what the real world is and then it's a shocker to them right of finding out that there's other people and i think that's one of the problem is that we're not we're looking at history through certain people's eyes yeah where 
one doesn't get the true history of America. Right. Yeah. And I think that's a big part of it too, because when you talk about, you know, like these Confederate, the flags and the statues, or do we, do we celebrate this holiday? Do we not celebrate this holiday? You know, people, people automatically, I think, feel like we're trying to, by doing that, erase a part of history. And that's not the case. The case is, is we've been celebrating this, yet we haven't let somebody else celebrate their heritage. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean by removing these things that we are trying to erase it. What it means is it's not there to be celebrated and honored if we're not going to do that for everybody. Right. And that's the whole thing. It has to be done for everyone because, you know, and, and I think that's the problem that we really have to address the educational system mm. and we have to address the textbook. Yes. He, who is making decisions that we're leaving part of history out of it where people are like, what are you talking about? What's Juneteenth? Where it should have been part of the history book, Absolutely. but we're living so much out of it. Yeah. You know, I was in, uh, I was with a girlfriend, she was shopping for furniture in a furniture store. And we were, um, I had a shirt on, um, Selma is now. Yeah. Talking about the march on Selma. So he was like, oh, where's your, you know, where, oh, what's your search? I'm sorry. What, what is your shirt about? Mm-hmm. And I go oh, about the Selma, the march on Selma. I go, oh, what is that? You know, I'm part black. You know, what is, what is that? And I go, what do you mean? You don't know what the march on Selma is? Martin Luther King and cross the bridge, Pettus Bridge. He had no idea. And I was like, I'm not going to tell you all the way. I want you right. to go. And part of it is that we have to, we have to study our history and know. And because it was left out of the book, the educational yeah. system, people don't know these things. Right. And these th- certain things in history that help happen, they're so important that we yeah. need to know. And I know like even from my end with personal experience, like my son, he really he, he educates himself. We, we educate ourselves. So like the pieces that are missing in the curriculum in schools, especially because he's in high school, he knows what's missing and that makes Mm -hmm. him not respect what they're doing. And even though it might not be just that classroom or just that teacher, it, it doesn't matter. It's still being allowed to be presented that way. Right. He does not respect that. And I don't respect it either. And I completely understand why there's some resistance for him in learning these things, because that's not his truth. That's not his people's truth. And I can't imagine how many people actually feel that way and how even our school systems might shift if we were to embrace all of the culture instead of just whitewashing everything. Yeah, yeah. And it, it will change. And I think part of it is that everyone has biases. Yes. Really, um, I was just on a podcast about um, five minutes, another um, Instagram, not a podcast, but Instagram live. And that's what they're talking about. Um, how do we deal, get, filter and get this, have everyone to have conversations? Because, you know, as a black person, you get tired of, I always got to stand in the gap to explain to you yes. what's rather than to pick up Google, let's say, right. what you need to know. I'm not mean, I don't mean not having a conversation, but if you don't have a right. relationship with me. Right. 
And that's the thing that I think that a lot of white people struggle with, first of all, like how to have those conversations, but who to have them with and not understanding like people of color are already carrying the burden of so much. And it's not okay for us to expect them to fill that for us. And there are spaces where we can still seek out the stories and the experiences and the voices of people of color, but at the same time, we can't lean on that. We can't just expect them to always show up for that. It's up to us to educate ourselves. And I mean, one of the groups that I belong to, there's a Facebook group called White People Doing Something. Mm -hmm. And it's led by a couple, one's black, one's white. And it is literally the safe space to have those, ask the questions that might be stupid because mm -hmm. you're figure it out some way, but it's very structured, very safe. So the whole point of the space is to move the conversation along and normalize these kinds of conversations so that we can make progress. Right. Yeah. And that, and that's really good because it, it is, because it is sometimes when you're sitting in a meeting and people ask a question and they're all looking at you. Mm-hmm you're the black person where sometimes you know i'm like they looking at me i go i don't know how was i supposed to know well we thought you thought what right and know the answer right i know the answer but it's like why are you looking at me instead of educating yourself you know i think you mentioned about your facebook group and that's why i like teaching tolerance tolerance.org mm -hmm. is really a great site especially now for parents um, anyone that want to learn and parents teaching youth, a teaching tolerance is all about um, saying, no, I'm not okay. Mm -hmm. About what's going on with the protests. It's also talking about race, racism, and police violence, but it also talk about how do we celebrating Juneteenth is one of the conversations that's up there right now. And how to um, teach Juneteenth. And what's nice about it, it has resources for you to yeah. you to have that conversation. Um, and it does. Uh, what to the slaves of the 4th of July? It talks about the Frederick Douglass letter that you brought up. But that's a good resource for people to look on and learn about the subject because we have to get to a place where, yes, we need to have the conversation with each other. Mm -hmm. But at same time you have a responsibility to educate yourself and to know the yeah. truth about American history. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, another thing we need to remember, even just in, in figuring out whether to celebrate 4th of July, you know, everybody's going to have their own opinion and that's okay. Everybody's going to have their own reaction and that's okay. Something you say to one person might be completely received. And responded to somebody you might you might say the same thing to somebody else and they might be in a different space and you might get some kind of frustrated angry reaction and that's okay that doesn't mean you're doing anything right or wrong are you trying that's right. the most imp important piece are you consistently trying don't expect a certain reaction don't expect to be patted on the back for doing what you should be doing just keep trying and, it, and I think that's the whole point. It's okay. I'm going to celebrate 4th of July. I'm a, I've been celebrating Juneteenth for years. Mm -hmm. you know, nothing new. Um, I think it stands out a little bit more this year that yeah. um, are really the reality and what our climate is. But at the same time, uh, you, you got to have a level of understanding of why people feel the way they do. Yeah. 
you know. And I know for you that Y Courts July is kind of for you is close to your birthday. Yep. <laughs> by the fifth. Right. So a double celebration for you. Yeah. And who doesn't who doesn't want an extra day to take the day off of work, have a paid holiday, barbecue, not have to do anything like but it just it has to be across the board. It can't just be here's one for you and, and not one for you. That's where we're we're falling into issues here. So but yeah, because I know I was gonna say of course everybody wants a day to to just relax and celebrate. And to celebrate and then Juneteenth could be another day because Absolutely. I know that we're in the state of Michigan and our governor is looking at that, making that um, a holiday. So it'd be a yeah. state. You know, we know also some companies have already made that a holiday for the employees. Yeah. But um, part of it is I don't want, you know, as we're closing, I don't want where people are doing things out of reaction. Yeah. On the climate that we get knowledge and understanding and that people actually understand why it's important to celebrate June 10th and why July the 4th is important too to celebrate July the 4th yep. because it yep. is a part of our American history because we all are Americans. So we need to celebrate those things that affect all of America. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. <laughs> so this, I mean, I know this is kind of, you know, we're going to, you know, I hope everyone that's tuning in that they come back to Off the Cuff podcast because we're going to be dealing with different subjects and hard subjects, especially now. Uh, we had other things we we're going to start out with, but because of this climate, we really felt that let's speak on things that are going on right now. Right, Rebecca? So we decided. Absolutely. We want those real time conversations because that's what Off the Cuff is about. Yeah, so we'll drop a podcast every Wednesday. Please don't forget to subscribe. All right, lady, it was so nice talking with you. All right, talk to you later. Bye. You've been listening to Off the Cuff Podcast with Life Purpose Coach Mary C. Hartfield of Living Life on Purpose and more than a life coach and energy architect, Rebecca Thomas. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, go and leave us a review, and tune in next time as we continue to talk about the hard things, bring them to light, and help you move through your life with a little more grace, curiosity, and realness.